Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NFL. Brady to throw, throws a deep pass downfield. Got Scotty Miller in the open, makes the catch. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Scotty Scooter Miller, and Brady puts it right on the spot. Bucks score with no time left, or very little in the first half. Pass interference, defense, number 20. The ball we placed at the spot of the foul. First down, Tampa Bay. Kevin King, where's number 20? And the Bucks get a huge first down by a penalty on third down and four. Did you agree with the decision to kick it there on fourth down? Well, I didn't have a decision on that one. Yeah, that wasn't my decision. But I understand the thinking above two minutes with all of our timeouts, but yeah, that wasn't my decision. Mahomes with Williams in at running back. They're going to fake the... They shovel it inside to Kelsey, and he leaps and dives! Touchdown! Kansas City! A wrinkle! A new wrinkle to Kelsey! Zeus! Drinks from the sweet nectar of the end zone on a shovel pass, and the Chiefs have their biggest lead of the game. The best thing about this team is we believe in each other, and every single time we hit the field, we leave everything we have. Uh, but the job's not finished. Uh, we're going to Tampa, and we're trying to run it back. The defending champs and Tom Brady's Buccaneers. There it is. The Super Bowl is set. But PK, first we get to mull over the AFC and NFC title games. The highlights, the lowlights, the questionable decisions, the almost questionable decisions. Why aren't the Bucks going for it on fourth and one? They're across midfield with less than 20 seconds left in the half. Wait, Brady's coming off the bench. They are going for it. And they get a touchdown. And then at the end of the game, what in the world are they kicking a field goal for? Are they really sure they're getting the ball back? Because I'm not sure they're getting the ball back. And now there's anybody else on Twitter right now. Uh, yeah, sure, fine. I mean, that was questionable. Uh, who's to say they would have gotten it at fourth down? So well, that you can go back and forth on that forever and ever in that situation. The thing that uh, Green Bay needs to point to is the end of that first half. That's completely and totally inexcusable. Pass interference, run him over, punch him in the head, do something. Don't allow Scott Miller or Scotty Miller to get deep, like get behind you and into the end zone. At least tackle him in the field of play. It's, I don't understand how in the world that that could possibly happen. That, to me... That was the most critical physical and mental error of that game and one of the most uh, egregious that I've seen in a good while with clock and circumstance there. And don't, don't let that happen. I can't say it enough. It doesn't apply in baseball because it's 27 outs and there's no clock, but Rick Majerus told you a gazillion times, and it applies in so many sports, you got to know time and score. Time and score. you got to know it if you're going to be out on the field. Yeah, the score is somewhat irrelevant in that situation. It's more time. And, yeah, and it turned out to be just gigantic. But that was a shocker that that play actually was able to come to pass. Literally. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, Tom Brady throws three second-half interceptions, but it doesn't matter. The defense bails him out, and he did throw them well downfield. You know, there were no big returns, pick sixes, anything like that. But nonetheless, they got away with that, and they get the win, and they get out of Green Bay. And as for the Chiefs, uh, as they typically do, there were five or ten minutes at the start of the game that weren't so good. They got behind nine to nothing, which given what we've seen out of the Chiefs, 
nah, they can come back from that. And sure enough, three touchdowns on three possessions, and it wasn't over, but it sure felt like it. Yeah, their offense is really a thing of beauty when it's going. In a sense, the way the Jazz are going right now reminds me of the similar. Watching the Jazz play offense right now as we speak during this last uh, couple of weeks here has really been a thing of beauty. And then when you look at KC's offense, when they get it going and they're in gear, they really are a thing of beauty too. And they become unstoppable with so many weapons and the way they move the ball around and the way Mahomes can complete every throw as well as anybody really as well as everybody who's ever played. I'm not saying he's the greatest ever or whatnot, but uh, we'll see because he's just barely getting started. So check back in about 10 years to see where he ends up. But it is something to watch with those guys, and they become unstoppable. So then if you have a turnover or two on your offense, you just give KC all the momentum because they're probably going to score when they need to and they had it going on. Bills didn't really play that bad. It's just the KC is just that good. Odds are out. Chiefs are three-point favorites over Tampa to repeat as the Super Bowl champs in a week from Sunday in the Super Bowl. Now, does that mean it's even? Because don't you usually give the home team three? I realize you're giving KC six. Yeah, so that really means on a neutral field it would be six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although I don't know that they're really doing the home field thing because you don't have the fans and the noise and the disruption and whatever impact that has on the refs. They've never had a home team be be in their home stadium for a season. Right, and now they are, but they're going to have – they say they're going to have 22,000 fans there, and I assume that a chunk of those are going to be corporate America. They're taking taking care of some of the national advertisers. Yeah, I mean, it's the first time, and I wouldn't think that there would be much of a difference there as far as I, – I don't really buy home field that much in NFL anyway, especially at, at this level. It's it's about playing better than the other team. Well, Tampa Bay has done that. They've won three straight playoff games on the road, and, of course, they had only beaten one playoff team in the regular season. So if you want to draw another comparison to the Jazz, when Quinn Snyder says, yeah, it's great, but we're not a quarter way through the season, we have to keep improving, there's a Bucks team that – literally has kept improving. Uh, they really struggled against playoff teams in the regular season, but when it really matters in the playoffs, they're 3-0 against playoff teams. So keep getting better, fix your problems, and who knows? And for the Tampa Bay, well, they're in the Super Bowl for the first time in almost two decades, and Brady's in his 10th. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Well, the transfer portal looks a lot like free agency, and now it's starting to look like trades, PK. Texas Tech quarterback Alan Bowman announced he will leave the Red Raiders as a graduate transfer. He started this past year for Matt Wells, but was benched in favor of Henry Columbia for four games, who, of course, was at Utah State and transferred to Texas Tech. Bowman started for parts of three seasons in Lubbock and has three seasons of eligibility remaining. Holy cow. Bonus years, you get to play four games, the red shirt, there's all kinds of stuff. You got a medical red shirt. Got a medical red shirt for the third one. So the Aggies search for a quarterback. Well, you got a you know you got another contestant now. I would go to Utah. Join the crowd. Many have, yes. (laughs) Uh, 131 players from the college ranks were on the NFL's early entry draft list that was released over the weekend, including BYU Junior's Zach Wilson 
and Brady Christensen. So we file that under no surprise on the local scene then. Yeah, uh, Zach's living down in California. Lisa went down, got all choked up because uh, Zach still needs her and wants her to come back. It was a touching video that Lisa put out. True story. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie about that. I oh, know, I saw it too, though. DJ's kind of looking at me like, what in the world is he talking <laughs> about? <laughs> no, I know what he's talking about. It's just how much he loves these Instagram personal stories. Well, I'm just pointing it out that he's down in SoCal training, and mom went down, and she got choked up. She, she's a crier. Looks like a beautiful place he's living at, doing his training. And he was tired, sleeping on the couch, and yeah, I think, I think people want to know this stuff. She must think people want to know this stuff. She puts it out there. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Jazz up 74-47. Donovan rise and fire. Three. Got it. 77. 47, Utah by 30 at the half. Donovan Mitchell hits the Jazz 13th three of the half. Wow. Curry gives it up to Wiseman. Bounces to Draymond right block. Curry comes and gets it. Thinks about a three to pass Reggie Miller. Doesn't take it. Now drives on Gobert. Snakes it back out to Green. Resets Curry. Right corner three. Got it. He's number two all time on the NBA list of three-pointers made. Steph Curry. Bogdanovich works off a Gobert pick, low dribble in the lane, tries to get rid of it, baseball passes it out to Conley, fires the three, give me my palindrome! 74-47, Utah up! Highlights from the Jazz win as they roll to an easy victory, up by as many as 40 points. They improved to 12-4 and on the air as they blow out the Warriors. Because the Jazz were good, but the Warriors were bad. That was... A very unimpressive performance from them. They didn't they didn't really look like they wanted to defend in the first half, and the Jazz hit a bunch of shots, and that was the end of that. Yes, it was. Jazz are back in action against the Knicks. 7 o'clock, Living Smart Home Arena, Tuesday night. They'll go for their ninth straight victory. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Out on the right wing, Leonard near side corner, pump fake, baseline drive, gets the rim, and skies for the slam. Kawhi Light number 27. Who knows? Infinite Kawhi Light tonight. He's got 34. Cross-court pass picked off by Jalen Brown. He will go the distance and a pick two for Jalen. Timeout, J.B. Bickerstaff. Lillard across the logo at center court. Crosses over a couple of times in front of Barrett. Steps to the side. Three-pointer again. He buries it. 23 for Damian Lillard. He is on fire. Hayward holding for the last shot. One-on-one with Fournier. Left-handed dribble. Into the paint. Off the bump. The lay-in. It's good. Seven-tenths of a second to go. And the Hornets get all the way to the 10. And Gordon Hayward makes it a two-point lead for Charlotte's. Highlights from around the league. Busy weekend. You just heard uh, Gordon Hayward with the game winner there as Charlotte beats Orlando 107-104. Hornets two games under 500 in the East after that win. Uh, you also heard Damian Lillard going crazy. He had a big game. He had 39. The Blazers beat the Knicks 116-113. Knicks will be off today and then here to play the Jazz tomorrow. And also you heard the Clippers beat the Thunder. Jazz won eight in a row, but the Clippers have won seven in a row. 
So Kawhi Leonard went for 34 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Paul George, who had been putting up some really good numbers all month long, had a bad game, but didn't matter as the Clippers win anyway and get their win streak to 7 in a row. They're 13-4, and four, so are the Lakers, half game in front of the Jazz. Yeah, those three teams at the top of the West are just doing a lot of winning out of the last uh, 23 games, I think, amongst those three. I think they're like 22-1. and one. Yeah. Lakers lost a game somewhere in there. I don't remember off the top of my head where it was. But uh, those three really just winning at just an astounding rate. Lakers lost to the Warriors. That's the one. Other than that, it's a long string of W's for everybody. And because of that, they've really pulled away in the West and gotten some separation from everybody else. The other teams are mostly bouncing around the 500 range. Blazers and Nuggets have gotten a little over that. But it's three games back to the Blazers and three and a half back to the Nuggets. So a little separation there for the top three. Yeah, I think there's, uh, beyond those three, I think there's seven teams in the West that are within a game of Mm -hmm. one another. Uh, with the Blazers win, it's now gone to a game and a half. But your overall point, yeah, everybody's everybody's bunched up. Uh, other games, uh, the Celtics blew out the Cavs, 33 for Jalen Brown. And the Bucks handled the Hawks easily. Antetokounmpo went for 27. And the Grizzlies just aren't playing. Five straight games postponed. They're dealing with COVID-19 issues. Sixth game postponed overall, tied with Washington for the most in the NBA. Grizzlies are uh, are in that group you talk about, sitting there at seven and six. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of life in this situation to go big picture and be far more dramatic. Life goes on, and it goes on with or without you. And so we got a lot of folks that want to be victims these days, and that's great, and you're a victim, and but life's going to go on. It's a question of whether you're going to jump aboard and do something about your victimhood or you're just going to wallow in it. Is this going to go on with or without you? And I wonder what the league would do, say, if this was the Lakers. Would it be a bigger story? Yes. Everything's a bigger story when it's the Lakers. To what level? What the league would do about it is an excellent question. I, I think yeah. to a massive level. <laughs> I think I think to a huge level. Uh, are they going to be concerned about making up games for a glamour team that's having a fabulous, is off to a fabulous start? In the case of the Lakers, they're the defending champs. Yes, I think you'd see everything done possible to make up those games. Are they going to do that for a team that's in a smaller market and is okay? You're seven and six, you're okay. Well, they're going to try to make up the games, but they're not holding up the league for you. <laughs> the, the league is is going to go on. I don't know that they're going to hold the playoffs up for you either. So good luck with that. And maybe it'll work in your favor. Maybe you'll have just enough of a winning percentage and you'll be okay. And maybe you won't be. But the playoffs will go on. But for the Lakers, I think they really want the Lakers to get 72 games in. And they will do what they can to make that happen. I mean, it could get to a point that you just... You can't do it. I mean, the Big Ten was going to do almost anything they could for Ohio State, but Ohio State didn't play some games. But they sure changed the rule to get Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. So. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Well, BYU's got a four-game win streak. They beat Pepperdine. Wondered if they were going to blow that at the end, PK, but they righted the ship. They had a big lead, 
Pepperdine got close, and then BYU with a good run at the end of the game to pull away when 65-54. And they are now 4-1 in conference with their fourth straight win. Pepperdine's got a couple nice players, Ross and Edwards there. I'll give them that. But I never really felt like they were going to take over the game. Uh, BYU was okay there. It wasn't one of their better games, but... You know, they've got enough uh, diversified offense to get the job done, and I think they're a much better defensive team than they have been in recent years. So, And they're still playing a bunch of nobodies. Uh, I mean, we can pump up Pepperdine to be uh, All whoever that. we want. But, I mean, they still – I'll give them a couple of decent players. But other than that, you should be able to beat these guys. You know, I think when they go down there this week might be a different story, but I felt that they were in control and they got the job done. Well, they're up by 16, and Pepperdine got within three, but the last three minutes were were all BYU. They closed it out on a NATO run, and they get the win. The Utes, huge turnovers down the stretch. They're up by 12 early. They were still in control with five minutes to go. But Washington scores the last seven points of the game, a series of turnovers for the Utes, who scored only two points in the last three and a half minutes. And they blow a completely winnable game and lose to Washington 83-79. Timmy Allen had 15 points and 10 assists, but the end of the game was just a mess. It was, yeah. They just don't know how to win consistently. It's not a talent issue. And Larry wanted to put it on coach. And you can see listening to him uh, and watching his facial expressions in the Zoom after it, I mean, it's really wearing on him, as it should be. Because this is a team that's capable of winning games, Wait, more games, three, four, five more games maybe than they should have. Uh, I had somebody tell me, well, he realizes they're not going to buy him out, so he's okay, uh, and maybe that's the case. And you know, they don't really play seniors unless I'm missing somebody. But you never know what the Utes and really college basketball, uh, who's going to leave. Tim Allen, is he going to find his way out the door and do something else? So you could say, well, all these guys are coming back. Well, you don't know that. I can't, I can't say that, that these guys are who's coming back, who's not going to come back. I won't know that until the spring and summer and as we get closer to next August. Uh, if you're looking for that, well, we can't keep saying next year, three years in a row. <laughs> I guess you can. Well, this will but... be five years without the NCAA tournament, and this is going to be three years without the NIT, the way they're going. I mean, they got a 6-7 and seven record, so. Yeah, I don't even know that they're going to have an NIT. They may not. So, as far as the wins they should have had, this one, uh, which led Washington out of last place. Now Cal's in last place, and Utah should have won that game. And then UCLA was there for the taking, and obviously they blew a halftime lead against the Buffaloes in another winnable game. Oh, yeah, and then so, Oregon. Oregon, yeah. So you're right. You can get to 3-4-5 pretty quickly. All right, Utah State. Sin City tonight playing UNLV, 7 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. The zone coverage will begin at 6.30. Scotty G will have the call here on the Zone Sports Network. The Aggies 9-1 and one as they get ready for uh, two games with UNLV. Vegas is one of those teams you're talking about. Uh, nothing stops for you, PK. They've had a bunch of games canceled. The Aggies have played 10 conference games. Vegas has played four. Yeah. I'd have to check and see. They may have had a bye week in there. It's an 11-team league, so that may not be six cancellations, but it's at least four. So, 
All right, what is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 8 o'clock. Jason Cole, longtime NFL reporter, author of seven books, going to join us at 9 o'clock to talk Super Bowl. All of that on the way. Right now, we're joined by Andrew Reinhardt, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? We are doing well. And, Andrew, you are back with a message about ED. You know, a lot of guys, they want this to be true. They've heard you talk about this. But uh, they also want to hear about, you know, some science and some clinical studies to back it up. And you've got those now. Yeah, we do. We were, so four years ago, we were one of the only ones saying that the acoustic wave therapy we use opens up blood vessels. It can reverse erectile dysfunction. And there was not a lot of science. Today, over 40 clinical studies, they're on the science page, by the way, at wasatchmedicalclinic.com. Cambridge has studied this. And I won't bore you with all the details, but they all basically conclude the same thing, that this regrows blood vessels in this part of the body. Uh, It can do so for younger guys, older guys, prostate problems, diabetes, um, every kind of health condition. I think this is a revolution. I think the pills are a thing of the past. If you're out there struggling with ED or you just want to improve the intimacy with your significant other, I'll tell you what, a few short 10-minute treatments, and I've seen thousands of guys turn their lives around. Usually when you come on the air, you got a special offer, so I'm assuming you've got a special offer. We do, and we've got Valentine's Day coming up, so we do have a special offer. The worst thing you can do if you're struggling with ED is nothing, because I've never seen uh, the problem get better on its own. So call us right now. We are answering phones this early. You're going to meet with the doctor for free. He's going to do an assessment and exam. He'll test your blood flow with a blood flow ultrasound. Really cool. Uh, Special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. Maybe that's for Valentine's Day. And new patients even get free testosterone. So a ton for free. Give us a call. Uh, No charge. Guys. You can call Wasatch Medical for that special offer right now. You can claim it. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Call Andrew right now at 801-901-8000. Andrew, thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. DJ and PK, coming up, the question of the day. And Shaq has provided it yet again. What a guy! DJ, PK, and Shaq, next on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Let's go! The Big Show. It's a big with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Harry Scott <laughs> will no longer be commissioner after June 30th. There'd be three people I'd interview for this job. Any one of Bob Chapek's kids. Who's Bob Chapek? The current CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Oh. He's got three children. One of them's got to be qualified enough to sit in a chair and say, Hey, Dad, could you give us a sweet deal on our next TV contract? That's good thinking. What do you think? That's progressive what do you think? Isn't there, that brilliant? If his kid is in eighth grade, that's okay. I don't care. There's a reason the other conferences have partnered with television companies to run their networks. Athletic conference commissioners have no business running television networks. None. The Big Show. Weekdays from 2 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Jerry Signer Cadillac. At Jerry Signer Cadillac, you can shop your way and get a piece of luxury you deserve. Stop by and test drive one today. Well, P.K. Shaq's comments continue to uh, reverberate around uh, 
among jazz fans, or between jazz fans, depending on how many jazz fans are present as they reverberate. You can't help but ask yourself the question, in the long run, did Shaq end up doing the jazz a favor? He did cast them as contenders in the championship race before deciding that their star player wasn't a superstar, hence couldn't stare down the likes of Kawhi Leonard and or LeBron James in a playoff series or a series, depending on how the matchups play out. So in the long run, did Shaq end up doing the Jazz a favor? And I got to say the answer is no. I don't, I don't think in the long run it matters what he says. If it does matter, well then it's far more likely he did a favor than he did them a disservice. I can't see how it's going to hurt him. But in the long run, man, you're Donovan Mitchell. You grew up with LeBron as the guy. LeBron's been in the league that long. You always wanted a shot at LeBron, and you know how great LeBron is, and you didn't need the Shaq interview to point that out, that what is, what is the gap between any star player and LeBron, and how can he take him down is a question lots of NBA players have asked themselves. But Le, Donovan Mitchell isn't the Jazz. The question was, did he do the Jazz a favor? Not did he do Donovan Mitchell a favor. So it's really not anywhere close to exclusively about Donovan Mitchell. It's about the Jazz. And you got some guys there that are at the end of the line. And do they need a little more motivation to squeeze some more out of it? Because Donovan Mitchell is not going to take this team to a title by himself. But are the Jazz capable of winning a title? Well, right now, and through 17 games, and I know it's just a sliver of games, but right now, why shouldn't they be in that discussion can they win a title right now? Can they win a title? I think the answer is absolutely yes. And time will tell, obviously. And we'll have – this is the pro level, so most of the time, if not all the time, you've got all the time in the world to prove it. And you don't have to worry about a poll or a committee or any of that stuff. It just doesn't matter at the pro level. As are you good enough? That's all that matters. Did you have good fortune in terms of health and – Somebody didn't uh, tweak a knee or an ankle at the wrong time and all that stuff, and those things play into it for sure. And sometimes, uh, you know, like Mike Conley, did the shot go down? Nothing wrong with the shot. It just didn't go down, so you lost the series. You know, obviously you can point to me and other things, but at that very moment. So there's got to be some other things that are involved in terms of fortune, if you want to say luck or what have you. Uh, so I think that it's more than Mitchell. It's not about Mitchell. Mitchell chasing LeBron, it's about these other guys. These other guys that have more to give. Can they give more? Because Mitchell's giving you everything he has. And he's very, very good. But are the other guys, you know, is Gobert, can you get more out of Gobert? Yeah, I think he can. As good as he is defensively, can he focus more and have more concentration at the free throw line? Is he better than he's putting forth right now? I think he is. He has been. There's plenty of years he's shot free throws better and he's shooting them right now. Yeah. So the answer isn't, did he motivate Mitchell exclusively? It's the other guys. Mike Conley, Joe. Uh, we we keep hearing uh, Bojack, and, and rightly so, likes to, t- to tout, and, and others, Thurl and those guys, uh, Clarkson for sixth man of the year. Okay. Well, I can make a case, and it won't happen because we're so fixated on points, hmm. for Derek Favors and Joe Ingles for sixth man of the year. Now, they do things that aren't box score identifiable except in the W's and L's. But right now, 
Those two guys are playing very, very well. Joe, compared to what he was giving them last year, earlier in the early part of the season, coming off the bench, substantially better now. And ask him. I asked him a few weeks ago in the Zoom thing, and he acknowledged it. And then he brought it up uh, his first go-around. He joins us every week now, as he has for seven friggin' years. And so he's much more comfortable. He's playing better. And they didn't have anything close to what Favors has given them last year. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Now, those guys won't get the run because they don't come in like the Energizer buddy with the chicken with the head cut off and run around like Jordan Clarkson does and put up a bunch of points. Points, we still go to the points. But those other two guys, and can they give you more? Probably can. And, you know, Joe comes on and he spelled out the S word. They don't give you know what about uh, what Shaq says. I think that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but I do think you care. He's Shaq. He's one of the most dominant players and one of the most colorful for better or worse, not always for better, but better or worse, characters in the history of the game. A lot of great players, but not as many characters. And Shaq is a character, and he's maintained that character, not to the level, because you can't when you're not an active player, but he's still maintained it. I mean, he's on every commercial, it seems. And I want you guys, the two of you guys, I want you, when you're watching sports, I want you to notice there's a progressive uh, insurance, I think it is, commercial. Two guys standing in the parking lot of a strip mall, and then another older guy comes, and they got the signs. I want you to look up in the left-hand corner. It says uh, there's the marquee, and it'll when you look at it, it'll say Persephone Village. They filmed the thing in my hometown, my <laughs> original hometown. I showed that to my wife. I saw it. I told her about it, and then it came on during football last night. She says, look up there, and she's been there. I've taken her there several times. And so I want you guys to remember, when you see that progressive commercial where two guys, an older guy comes out in the parking lot, look up at the, and it's clear they're in a strip mall, look up at the marquee on the left-hand corner, and you'll see that. And Shaq's in just about every commercial, so he's still a, a character. So even though I get Joe, they don't want to give a crap about what Shaq says, I think it still bothers them that he said that. Because you would just do what Donovan did. I <laughs> At least that. But still that bothered him. He's just a master at PR and how to communicate. Donovan is. And Joe's a little more emotional. We've seen it. We've seen it out on the floor, you know, where he yells at the opponent or whatnot. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just that's That's just who you are. And Rudy's just had, as much as Donovan has had to ask uh, or respond to it, I think Rudy has had to respond to it more over the course of his NBA life. So that's two different things then. Did it do the Jazz a favor? And does it two with you. Does it irritate them? Well, it, I mean, <laughs> the original question was, did he do them a favor? No, I think they'll be who they'll be, and they'll make shots or not. I mean, that's where... You know, Kenny Smith, when he came on after Shaq, is you know saying, "Well, they're they're going to have to make shots. They're going to yeah. have to make. They're going to have to shoot it real well." Well, they were they were number one in three point shooting last year, and uh, you know this early in the year the numbers move around. It wasn't that long ago they were sixth, and then they were fourth, and now all of a sudden it's them and the Clippers at the top. I think you can say the same thing about the Clippers. If the Jazz and the Clippers are going to beat the Lakers, either one of them. 
they're going to have to shoot the ball really well. And the Lakers versus the other two. I mean, that's sunrises in the East, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. With the three-point uh, shot now, if you don't shoot the ball well, you're in trouble. It doesn't matter what team you are. So, of course, I don't know why pick on them and say that. That's, that's my whole thing. The stuff you apply to the Jazz, you can apply to just about any team. That's what I don't understand. Why single out these guys? I think one of the reasons why you single out these guys is because it's easier. They're the Jazz. Who cares about the Jazz? Who wants Utah? You go play in Utah. I want to see Utah. And then the same Paul Feinbaum comment. Uh, about the Utes, you can apply to the Jazz. Who wants to see Utah versus the Lakers or the Clippers? Do I want to see the Jazz in the NBA Finals? I'm not even sure the league would want that. (laughs) Oh, no, they beat the Lakers. Yeah. (laughs) LeBron in the Finals is a proven winner. Of course. (laughs) A proven moneymaker. No. Yeah, right. Uh, And really, do they even want the Clippers in the Finals? I want the Clippers in the conference finals to push the Lakers, but ultimately... Well, they'll take it. They'll take it over the Jazz. Of course, every if it's not... And, I, and I've said this for years. If you're in the NBA and you have a team, you want your team. But if you want to make the most money, if it's not your team, then it's the Lakers. <laughs> and there it is. And, and ultimately, it's a business. And it's it's a business slash entertainment. I think it's a business slash entertainment in a lot of ways more than it is competition. It's certainly not the purest form of competition. I believe in today's world, once you turn on the television, you are turning on entertainment. And once you bring entertainment into the equation, then it's about making money. And there it is. Now, when you factor in competition... That's what you hope that, you know, they're not calls that go against or for to benefit the Lakers. But the NFL isn't sad that it's the defending champs with a young star quarterback versus the GOAT, Tom Brady. Well, they, they, they were are not, set up not, either way. Well, they would have been just fine with the Packers, too. Rodgers, that would have been wildly, you Which know. is, that, that's the greatness of the NFL. You can get away with having an extremely small market Green Bay. Um, uh and you can get away with it in the NBA. It's not like they're going to close shop. Uh, but I, I think they can maximize the dollars pretty much no matter who they put in. And they normally do put in uh, – you, you de- in, in the NFL, you develop your own national following depending on how good you are. And by that, I mean three years ago, KC didn't have a national following. Well, now they do <laughs> because Mahomes is that good. And Andy Reid, who's always been that good, is now recognized as that good. I guess, well, there's a couple reasons to to single out the Jazz. And for TNT, it was clearly a fact that uh, the, the Jazz were on. <laughs> and they're in the top three in the West, so you're going to talk about it. Okay, they're top three, but can they can they beat these other teams that we've been talking about you know, for you know, a year in the case of the Clippers and two years in the case of the Lakers since, since they went out on the free agent market and got their stars. And I think you talk about the three-pointer less with the Lakers because they, they shoot fewer of them. Everyone, to your point, everyone is dependent on making the three when they take it. And so even a team that doesn't take a lot of them or as many of them, and the Lakers are taking 31 and the Jazz are taking 10 more a game. And, and the, the Clippers are kind of in between the two. 
But those three teams are all in the top five in the NBA. So they're all going to have to shoot the three well. But I think one of the reasons to ask the question about the Jazz is, well, although it's also the reason to ask about the Clippers, but the Lakers have made enough of them to win a championship. But they're also not as dependent on them in as, in as many possessions. But there's just well, also, you trust LeBron to get there. Well, they don't have to be it dependent so upon it. If yeah. they did, they would. So they don't have to be. I don't view that as a negative, though. You're making it sound like that's a negative. With this team, that's the issue. With this team, with the Jazz, is it a negative? I can make a strong case, no, it is not a negative. And it's like, well, you, you know, live by the three, die by the three. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit of old, old school. Yeah. Because they shoot such a better percentage now. Right. And I mean, guys just, are practicing them. They're, yeah. they're just way better. And and, and if, if Hornacek and Stockton, they played today, they'd they be practice. right there. Yeah, they'd practice. Because they would, they would be practicing. It would be part of the offense. John would be awesome. Hornacek, I'd go put Hornacek if, he, if his body didn't give out. I mean, we, we I went to that thing where they did the the at, at the media when Ty was coaching, and they had Jeff do a little shooting exposition. The point, five spots on the floor, he made all five. <laughs> and like on the fifth one, he was embarrassed, practically. <laughs> you know, so stand having him stand still and shoot, uh, he'll be doing that at eighty five years of age. Yeah, that you, was un, incredible. You can play horse and gamble with Hornacek if you want, but he's going to take all your money. Yeah. So those guys, that was. People didn't do that back then. So I don't know if that is – it's still appropriate, but I don't know that it's much as, as much of a negative. Like, well, it'll, it'll even out. Okay, it'll even out, but if I got a bunch of guys shooting 40% and it evens out, I'm still pretty good. If that's what evening, and evening out is, you see what I'm saying? Yes, uh, Absolutely. I mean, live by the three, die by the three. Well, you're more likely to live by it now because guys shoot much better percentages. Yeah. It's still true. Live by the three, die by the three. It's just now you're way more likely to make it. We saw with the evolution and the progression into richhood of Joe Ingles, right? He came into the league. Richhood? Yeah, yeah. He now is... He now I, lives in Richhood. I knew right? the whole Hood family, but I didn't know Rich. I knew Rodney. No, no. Richhood is a state of being. And I'd imagine it's a fine state of being. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> author PK, New York Times bestselling author. The state of being. Chapter one. Rich Hood. Right. Entering Richhood. He came in the league as sort of a bit player. Well, he got better at three point shooting. And that led to him. Being able to live in the neighborhood and a lifestyle we call as Richhood, <laughs> right? He graduated from a bit player, probably making the minimum. I mean, the minimum is still awesome compared to what guys on the street like myself make, and I'm fine what I make. I got no complaints. Uh, okay, maybe one, but we won't get into it. Uh, going into uh, having his <laughs> bank account. PK's, all of PK's inner voices coming out. <laughs> Well, I have no one. complaints. Maybe one. We won't get I, into it. Okay. I didn't have complaints until I had that one phone call with you that one night. <laughs> I had 47 you, complaints. And then you opened my mind. You opened my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> and I thought differently at the conclusion of the phone call. I hadn't call. thought about it like that. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you made me Minus think. As, the- as you often <laughs> do in away from stuff, 
and a lot of stuff on the air, but away from stuff, you've had a far, people don't realize this, you've had a far greater influence on my life and my way of thinking off the air than you have on the air. Because off the air is real stuff. Here we're just arguing about or talking, discussing basketball. You know Three point shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think the reason why Joe got the big contract is because he can make threes. Mm. Yes, and, and I think most people would identify that as the number one thing, but I think it opened the eyes. Because it's one of the things I taught you off the air, when you were making no money when you started this, as I was making no money when I started this, but I started it before you. And I... I didn't really get paid until there was competition. When multiple people started bidding, it turned out the number that they could pay me was what much higher than the number I was told they could pay me years earlier. And I told you, get a second offer. When you have a second offer, when you have leverage, everything changes. And sure enough, you got good. You were part of this highly rated show and a highly rated station. And it wasn't just you. It's always a team. Nobody does it by themselves. But then you got multiple offers and... It happened, and I think this happened to Joe around the league. Hey, he's not just a three-point shooter. Look at the way he runs a pick-and-roll. Hey, he's not just an offensive guy. Do you see who he's matched up with in that Oklahoma City playoff series? Holy cow. There was more value. And the Jazz, the Jazz knew he could go on the world tour like Gordon. They didn't want to lose him, and he said, you get the first one. And they made a really good offer, and he told everybody else, thanks, but uh, I don't need a plane ticket. I'm done. I'm here. I agree with that 100%. The thing that I would say is that other stuff was already there. We identified his ability to move the ball and hit the open man. I made a statement early on Mm -hmm. with Joe is that he had ability to see the pass before the pass needed to be made so he could do it in a quick fashion. And we saw that even in limited minutes. What I didn't know and the reason I still think is the, the primary reason he got the big money deservedly so, is because he became a 40-plus percent three-point shooter. I knew he could move the ball around and was a great facilitator for a man of his size. What I didn't know is that he could be consistent at the three, and he became that, and that led to the league having their eyes open, which in turn led to the 15, whatever it is, million dollars a year deal that he got. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider. Coming up in about 15 minutes, more with him, more on the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl next. Stay with us. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Part of this is Shaq. I said tonight that you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it? All right. That's it. If I'm Donovan Mitchell, I'm probably a little ticked off. I just had one of my better games of the season. I played really well. I had a great game. And then all of a sudden, I got to talk to this buffoon, the dismissive, like, all right. I think that was the best approach. I really do. It's like, Shaq, I don't care what you have to say. It means nothing to me. You're sitting behind a desk. Nobody really respects your opinion because you're kind of out of touch with the game. All we want to do, and the only reason anybody's watching that show is because it's about Barkley making fun of you, you making fun of Barkley, and that's about it. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Jimmy's Flowers. Valentine's Day. Not far away at all. What are we, about three weeks out now? 
Yeah. Flowers, of course, make the perfect gift. Jimmy's Flowers, Thank a longtime you. partner with The Zone, can make it easy by visiting them online at jimmysflowers.com. Remember, Valentine's Day is on a Sunday this year. Jimmy's Flowers at jimmysflowers.com. This might not be the perfect year to walk into a flower store with 50 other guys who need to get flowers and then stand there for half an hour waiting to be... Hey, socially distance and wear your mask if you're going to do this. Or, you know, at you know. your desk while you're working, jimmysflowers.com. Well, that's certainly easier to do. Uh, before we get to anything else, I, I got I got a thing I got to bring up because mm-hmm. I received some texts last night and this morning. It's really, uh, you know, we had a couple of weeks ago, Joe Ingles lost his streak, and and then I've lost mine. I'm a little down today. You lost had, your streak? Yeah, I had my first healthy scratch in my in my entire life. I was healthy. I was ready to go, but I had a DNP. DJ's decision. <laughs> Did not. You had a DNP CBS decision. Yeah, but the people don't know that. I mean, I got some texts last night. Where are you? How, how you hanging on? Where are you? <laughs> and I, I didn't do talking sports last night, yep. which I've been doing this, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I don't even know how long. And it's the first time that I was healthy, able to go, and I didn't go. I feel like Ron Boone. 1041, baby. Yeah, I had a healthy scratch. I was able, willing. The AFC AFC game was in prime time in the East, and of course, uh, huge ratings, and the network doesn't want to hand those over to local stations, so they put a bunch of network programming on, and they leave a 35-minute window for local news. No time for talking sports. James Corden was on in our normal time slot, and the game ran long, so even if we'd been on, uh, we would have been on half an hour late. The show would have gone 11 to midnight last night. I've had to do that a few times, and it's not a lot of fun, to be honest with you. <laughs> so we got preempted, and we'll get preempted again. CBS uh, has the Super Bowl, and that's happened. Actually, your streak goes back to the last Super Bowl because we were preempted the last time CBS had the Super Bowl. I think we've been preempted the last two times, but I'm not positive. That doesn't make for good enough stories. No, it doesn't. But you'll be preempted again in two weeks. So next week... Yeah. You'll have two weeks' worth of thoughts. I know it's sad that we got preempted the week we had Shaq to talk about. Holy cow. DMP, DJ's decision. You could have had me on during the half-hour sportscast. It wasn't a half-hour sportscast. It was half well, hour not a half-hour. I'm a half-hour newscast, I meant. We were given three minutes, and we had two football games and the Utes losing. But you still had me, and you chose not to use me. Yep. Yeah, it's a DNP, DJ's decision. I'm a little surprised they didn't have us do the show over on KMYU, to be honest. It hurt, man. You'd rather have Boomer or PK. I think overwhelmingly it's PK. I bet you nobody in Salt Lake City was was texting uh, Boomer, how come you're not on tonight? All right, well, we had some other football-related stuff to get to, but now we got to go. We got plenty of time. You know what the gamblers think, PK? I get we get emails. We get so many emails we have to delete, and gambling sites send us stuff. And I got one sent to me this morning here, uh, sportsbetting.ag. Uh, the odds on whether Aaron Rodgers would be with the Packers after his post game comments, and the gamblers overwhelmingly are are betting that Aaron Rodgers will start the opener next year. Yeah, I think that was just in the moment. Yeah. It, he he's too good. I mean, they they are planning to move on from him, but they're not moving on coming off of this year. No need to. 
Nope. It's not like I mean there there are teams that need to trade for quarterbacks or maybe need to deal their quarterbacks. You know, this reporting about Houston and Detroit, and we'll see how that plays out, whether either one of those teams move their guys or not. But Green Bay, no. no. Uh, I, you know, I saw that, but I think it was just in the moment. He was bitterly disappointed, as he should be. I get it. And so he said that stuff, and let, let's see what uh, he feels in March, April, and May, and so forth. Yeah. The yes is minus 500. The no is plus 300. I don't exactly how that works, but it says here it implies an 83% probability Rodgers will start week one. And the betters aren't, I think it's even higher odds than that because they're just flocking to the yes, he will. So, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. All right, DJ PK, and we are joined now by Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And Andrew, you're here to talk to the guys who've been struggling with ED. You've got the. You've got the solution, and you've got a bunch of studies now that back you up. Yes, we do. The solution is acoustic wave therapy. Uh, we use the two most advanced forms, actually, now, FDA-registered stuff. Uh, this is shown to open up and regrow blood vessels. Uh, gently, of course, non-invasively. Erectile dysfunction is a blood flow problem. As we age, these blood vessels, they shrivel up, and they actually even harden. Um, that means they can't dilate properly when the timing's right in the bedroom, of course. So our treatments go in. It corrects that with just a few short 10-minute treatments. When the timing's right, the blood flows properly. We've seen erectile dysfunction be completely reversed. We've seen guys with maybe more mild versions that just want to, I call it topping off your drink, just kind of improving things in the bedroom. We've seen a lot of that, and it's worked well. The big attraction to this is you don't have to take a pill anymore. You don't have to deal with side effects. You stop the problem from getting worse. And we're helping so many uh, guys get back to that normal and natural spontaneity in the bedroom. So if you want to uh, talk more with uh, Andrew, now is the time because Andrew's offering a special deal. Yes, and we're getting you ready for Valentine's, by the way. The average guy does treatments for about two weeks. So it's perfect timing. Call us now. We'll do the assessment, the exam, uh, the blood flow ultrasound, even with our doctor for free. That's a pretty good value. Uh, You'll also get a little special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. Never seen uh, seen that fail. Also, with Wasatch Medical Clinic, new patients even get free testosterone to help with a little drive and energy. So a ton of value. Call us now. It's all free. The number is... 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. You can call Wasatch Medical right now at 801-901-8000. Andrew, thanks a lot. Thank you, guys.